It's time for the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores. Capital Mazda, Stevens Creek Mazda, Concord Mazda, and Team Mazda. Hey, it's Shondell Grand. And right now, we've got a huge selection of brand new Mazdas with exciting spring incentives across our entire lineup. Plus, you can buy your new Mazda completely online with our exclusive no-brainer checkout. Don't miss the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores in San Jose, Concord, and Vallejo. It's time for the Sharks Morning Skate with all the latest on San Jose Sharks hockey. Here are your hosts, Dan Rusinowski and Drew Ramenda. It's a beautiful day in Arizona, and it's a beautiful day for hockey. The San Jose Sharks against the Arizona Coyotes for the first time this year. I'm a little bummed out, Drew, because this is our only trip to the desert this season. The Coyotes will play twice at SAP Center, and we'll be pretty much done with them pretty soon. Yeah, which is uh, is going to be really interesting. I, I, I love coming here, too. I mean, the weather is fantastic. But also, I know that rink is, an, is not an NHL rink. And I know that the you can look at it and go, it's an embarrassment for the National Hockey League, and they have to get into a new facility. But I kind of dig the environment that we go in. You know what? It was a, It's a better environment now than it was when you went into the, the uh, in Glendale, and it was empty. So it's got a vibe of... 4,500 people, they're excited. The team is a much better team than they were last year. They're a really good hockey club. They're fast, they've got some good talent. Um, they're gonna put some put some pressure on the Sharks without a doubt today because of their skill level. So overall, I, I, I always like coming out to the desert no matter what, but lately it's been fun. I know it's not gonna last long and I know the NHL wants to get a new rink here, but I actually kind of dig the vibe. I do too, uh, you know, of course it does not last in the long term. And in fact, the NHL Players Association is probably the biggest objector simply because it affects the total uh, number for hockey-related revenue because of only 4,600 people for a National Hockey League game. But uh, still, uh, this is an improving team. And it's another topic I wanted to ask you about, too, that's going on in the NHL. We're starting to see the influx of some newer coaches. Andre Tourigny is one of them, the head coach of the Arizona Coyotes. We just saw Derek Lalonde uh, coaching with the Detroit Red Wings. It seems like another generation is starting to come in. Um, I was told by an NHL coach, who's a friend of mine the other day, that if he had to pick a coach to coach his team, if he was a general manager, Andre Tourigny would be his coach. Really? Yeah, because of the way he has his team playing. And when you listen to the show tonight and... Uh, and you do your perfect description of the game for our listeners, you will hear how fast the Arizona Coyotes play. You'll hear the skill level that they have, the structure that they have. Um, this is a really good team and really well coached. Derek Lalonde, Derek Lalonde's a great story from Detroit Red Wings. I mean, you think of a guy who was a D3, Division three goalie, works his way up to be an NHL coach. Absolutely amazing. He's from Brazier Falls, New York, which is a really small town. Yeah. and. He just kept working and working and working, and coaching and coaching and coaching. And then he gets to go to, to work with John Cooper and the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning. He's got a couple of Stanley Cups to his name as assistant coach. Really well thought of and, and highly intelligent and articulate. He's fun to talk to, great to listen to when he's talking about the Detroit Red Wings. Another good coach. you got Drew Bannister coming into St. Louis, who won his first game last night. Um, you've, you've got Chris Knobloch, who's coming to Edmonton. Um, Ryan Huska getting the job in Calgary this year. Coaches are going through their growing pains. They get, you, you go through growing pains as a new coach in the NHL. But um, this is nothing against the, the, the older veteran coaches because there's nothing like experience. 
But these new guys coming in um, communicate differently, are closer in age to the players. Players are very, very different these days. Sensitive these days. I, I hearken you back to last night in Jordan Cairo with the St. Louis Blues. If you don't think players are more sensitive these days, and so overall, you have to have a coach who's able to communicate with them. That's why I like David Quinn so much. David Quinn's communication is positive but honest, and sometimes that honesty can hurt. We've been lucky in San Jose with the coaching staffs that we've had over the years because I think that what we've always had is a hybrid, a guy who understood the newer generation but also could relate to the older generation. Todd McClellan was like that. Ron Wilson was like that. Um, even Daryl was. Yeah, yeah even Daryl was. Like Daryl is notoriously hard on young guys because Daryl believes in trial by fire. And um, Patty Marlowe talked about Daryl and talked about him in, in very positive terms, even though he was really hard on Patty Marlowe when Patty first came in the league. Patty was 18 years old, and you got Daryl as your coach. But Daryl gets a lot out of guys. He, he loves his veterans, though, but he also does that. The thing he does with getting after young players is because he wants the veterans to take over. He doesn't want to be the guy. He wants the veterans to take over and be leaders. So we've always had a good group of, we've always had good coaches. Like we, we really have guys who are smart coaches, guys who understood um, the relationship you need with players, um, guys who, who, as you said, a hybrid who could be disciplinarians or at least, you know, a, a mixture of guys who could kick you in the rear end, but the other guy could, you know, pet you in the back. You know, Trent Yoni was, was Todd McCollin's boot, so to speak. And Trent, Trent knew that and understood that. Um, yeah. And that means Jay Woodcroft was the heel of the boot. Well, yeah, he was the heel of the boot. Jay Woodcroft was the worker bee. I mean, Jay Woodcroft was the organizer, the leader. I mean, there's so many different things that go in when you look at the Sharks. And, and it, when you look at coaching, I should say, when you look at coaching overall, you need a mixture of guys. Because sometimes, you know, if, if um, a head coach, I, Kevin Constantine was really good about this. So the head coach, he'd say to me, go in and talk to so-and-so. Just go, go talk to him. Okay. He'd send Wayne Thomas in, he'd send Vasily in, he'd send me and Derek Eisler in. Just go talk to guys that a different voice other than his so the players at least something was fresh in their head. So let's talk about the components in the San Jose Sharks dressing room right now because the last five or six games they've been finding ways to score goals. They've been aggressively forechecking. Derek Lalonde was actually the first person to actually mention it. And since then, they've really been doing that. Um, Mario Ferraro has really upgraded his game. Great to see Luke Cunning get back in last game and basically save the game with that blocked shot. And I told him that this morning, by the way, and he said, I think I like the way you called that. Uh, <laughs> but it, it really was something else to see that, that all kind of congeal. Now, no Nico Sturm today, unfortunately, because of he got clipped there. And we thought he cut. He got cut. As it turned out, he didn't get cut, but he did injure his wrist somehow. They taped it up. He's not on the trip. But I wanted to get back to Nico Sturm for a second because he's been providing the kind of hockey that the Sharks as a team have needed to play all season long, and now it seems to have seeped into the rest of the squad. Nico Sturm is the person you look to, to how am I supposed to be a professional? How should I be a professional? All you should do is just watch that guy, watch number seven. Because his preparation, his nutrition, his rest, his approach to the game, his execution of the game, his work after practice and before practice about the game. He's always trying to perfect his craft. 
He's got a routine he sticks with, which is absolutely dynamite from stretching to warm up to on the ice early to all the things that he does and it transfers into his game. This guy, everything he does, he does it with a purpose. And now you're starting to see that with other guys too. Tomas Hurdle, Mikhail Granlund, Fabian Zetterlund. You're starting to see those guys start to play. Anthony Duclair, you're starting to see William Eklund really learn from Tomas Hurdle and how to create space for himself. Mario Ferraro has been great. I'm liking the young guys. There's a lot of good things right now with the San Jose Sharks that we should be excited about because this is what we were hoping was going to happen and now we're seeing it. The trick is keep it going. <laughs> keep it going and it's game 30 instead of right. game 5. Right. And I suppose that's the only thing that's keeping the Sharks down. But isn't it amazing that as we sit today, there's seven points out of a playoff spot. That's striking distance. That's not bad. If they win tonight, depending on what else happens around the league, they're five points out. So listen, why not dream? I I, I know what like, we know what how bad it's been, how tough it's been. Why not celebrate what they're doing right now? Why not dream a little bit? It's it's been fun. Got a good crowd out last game. Going to be a smaller crowd, but packed to the gym, packed to the rafters tonight. Um, this is this is a very I know, like every game for this team. Really important. It, it really important to, to get off to the right start in this short road trip. They've been getting off to good starts in games. I think David Quinn was telling me earlier that this is maybe the most important factor is that they've started their games prepared, and everybody's on their toes. Yeah, and that's now that's the one area. There, there, there's three areas I believe coaches can affect uh, a game, and that is power play, penalty kill, and starts. Making sure your guys are ready. And that's, I know David believes that as well. So they've been putting a little extra pressure and it's mostly all talk about what they need to do, not what the other team's going to do. Kapo Kakinen's gonna be the starting goaltender for the Sharks tonight. We're gonna to be on the air at 5.30 Pacific time in time for your drive home from work. So find us on the Sharks Plus SAP Center app presented by Western Digital and pipe us into your car using Bluetooth technology. That's it for the morning skate today. You've been listening to the Sharks Morning Skate. Make sure you're listening all season long to the latest Sharks news and information right here on the San Jose Sharks Audio Network.